This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com slash ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com slash ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal, but I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You are listening to the special edition iFanboy podcast, Transformers, the movie sponsored by Comical.com, the Netflix, and Jim Hanley's Universe. Welcome to 
to iFanboy Special Edition Podcast or Transformers the Movie. It's iFanboys at the Movies. I'm Connor, and I'm here with Josh. Hello. And Ron. Hey, look, I'm, here for, I'm here for a movie show. All right. Yeah. Hey, look at that. I decided Ooh. to deign you with my presence. Oh, fantastic. So uh, Transformers hit the U.S., and I'm sure elsewhere in the world, um, just this past week, and it's, it's a big deal if you were a child in the 80s. Um, the cartoon was huge. There was also a comic book from Marvel, so that's why we are technically talking about the movie because they did appear in comic book form. And then in, was it Dynamite? Who, no, not Dynamite. Um, IDW. Uh, Dreamwave. IDW. Well, Dreamwave then IDW. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so they fall under the auspices of comic book talk. So that's why. Sure. We... sure. And it was funny because I was just talking to somebody earlier today who was a little who skews a little older than us, and he's saying he's like, yeah, no, I kind of missed the boat on the in the '80s, so I don't really see what the big deal is. And I was like, oh, for us, this is our wheelhouse. This is a big deal. <laughs> At least for, for me, it was you know like that. I mean, yeah. if you go back to if you go back to the '80s, the main toys I played with were Transformers, GI Joe, and He Man. You know, yep. so that's the trifecta, really. The you toy didn't trifecta. mention Star Wars. Uh, that, was well, another, that was a different category. Yeah, I mean, they, you ha- I had because those are earlier, so we had them. But like after '83, they really petered off, and eight, you know, the '85, '86, '87 was dominated by Transformers, <laughs> He Man, and GI Joe. So there were yeah. also the the some, the afternoon cartoon trifecta. I mean, that yes, was- it was as well as for me in, in the New York metro area, at least Sunday mornings. Um, right. Nine a, nine a.m. to ten a.m. was the Transformers GI Joe block on Sunday mornings, and I'd always get so annoyed because I'd have to go to church, and I didn't want to do that. So. <laughs> All right, well. The movie's out. Michael Bay directed um, Shia LaBeouf and Josh Duhamel and Tyrese and Megan uh, Fox amongst the stars. So what did we think? Josh, you go. You really want me to go first? Sure. Okay. Well, I'm not going to ever be in charge of a movie studio. Uh, I can tell that because everybody on the site um, liked it a lot. In fact, I don't know if anybody didn't like it, except me. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, you know what's funny is that I, I wanted to like it a lot. Like, I went in and I was like, all right, you know what? I, I, I've got this weird bone in me that, like, wants to like a Michael Bay movie, but I just can't for the life of me do it. And I think it's just because... Well, there's many reasons why, but just overall, like, I tried to have fun, and I think there was parts of it that I really did like, but overall, like, I just was, I was rolling my eyes way too much, and I just felt sort of pandered to. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to the specifics in a second. Yeah, yeah. Ron, what, Ron, what did you overall think of it? Um, I didn't, I didn't go into it with the purest kind of, oh, well, you know, Jazz looks, is a Pontiac now, and previously he was, you know, like, I didn't, you know, I, I recognized that there were going to be changes going into, going into it to modernize it, to make it a little more realistic, a little more believable. Um, I, I, you know, and like, the thing is, there's a certain grain of salt that you kind of throw over your shoulder for a, um, for a Michael Bay movie where you know what you're kind of getting into, but like, I'm kind of I'm not ashamed to admit, but but I kind of like Michael Bay movies. I was looking back at it, and I liked Armageddon. I liked The Rock. You know, those were fun movies, and I had a great time at this movie. I thought it was a blast. You know, like if you if you don't read too much into it, and don't expect too much from it. I mean, it's a freaking movie based on a line of toys, and and I thought it really um, was true to the spirit of the of the toy line. So, yeah, of selling things. Well, no, no. Beyond that, uh, you know, the, I don't, turn, turn, I don't, I, turn your jaded attitude off for a second. I, 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 I want, like I want to be clear, and we're going to get into this a little bit. But like, I don't have any, um, what's, I don't have any like uh, loyalty to the, to- like, I don't be like, oh, that wasn't the way it was supposed. To. I don't care how it was supposed to. It wasn't like that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Um, I just didn't think it was very interesting. 
it, all right, well, really I thought um, I thought it was a big dumb fun time at the movies. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. there was a lot that was stupid about it, um, but it was exciting. Uh, I had a good time. I laughed. Um, there were things I d- certainly didn't necessarily agree with the choices that were made, but overall, I mean, I, after it was over, I had, it was it was a exhilarating for the most part. Um, it was a Michael Bay movie. It was it was pedal to the metal from the first go. So um, I enjoyed it. I would I don't know you know. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, we'll get to some of the stuff later in a minute. But I had a good time, and that was, I think, the most important thing. It was, it was a summer blockbuster movie. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you. Like, by, by no means was it the most perfect movie ever made. And like, what? And like, there were some things that made me roll my eyes, and some things that were annoying, stuff like that. But ultimately, more often than not, I was having a good time. Yeah, know, I mean, so. I had two major problems with it that that I couldn't. I still am pondering. But other than that, it was it was it was it was a blast. I thought. So let's let's go let's talk about what was good first before we get to what, what we didn't like. Josh, what, what did you what did you think they did well? I th- I think everybody should thank their lucky stars that Shia LaBeouf was in this movie. He was yeah. fantastic. Um, he was great. I mean, re- really, like he's aside from Peter Cullen's voice, he's probably the only thing that I enjoyed. And the parts when I really found myself liking the movie were the ones that had anything to do with him and his family, and and you know, he, I I re- actually really genuinely liked his parts. And I think if they had cut out all the ridiculous like. Um, scientific explanations for the stuff that was happening and really just made it about this person and the stuff that was going on and I would have liked it a lot more. I feel like it was right. a yeah. lot of time. But I thought he's to me like uh, like Vince Vaughn in a way in that like he kind of just plays himself in everything he's ever been in. The kid's only 21, you know, so you know you got to give him time. But he's sort of remarkably charismatic in that way like you just – want to like him and you want to watch the stuff that's going on so he was he was easily my favorite part of it yeah i i I agree i thought he did a great job i mean i last i have actually seen anything with him in it since the project Greenlight (laughs) two years ago and he's grown up really i think he's grown up and i thought he was i thought he was he was stronger than i thought he was gonna be he was great the but there was someone who stole the whole movie for for me and i think for ron because we saw it together yeah if you ask me if you ask me the 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 best part of this movie and the thing that saved this saved my opinion of this movie from being somewhat negative to more positive was the genius casting of john Turturro. i i I mean it was i had no idea he was in it i didn't know he was casting it i'm a big Turturro fan and when he came on screen initially like it was a back of you kind of profile and i turned to connor i'm like is that and Connor yeah. and Connor's, I don't remember Connor goes. I think it is, and then sure enough, it's John Turturro in definitely wacky, somewhat hamming it up. And I could see. I'm guessing probably Josh rolled his eyes at some of the stuff that he was uh, no, in. No, see, the, of, is what you yeah. don't understand is what I'm not making clear. I guess is that I don't mind that part of it. It's the part of Michael Bay movies that takes itself really seriously that I don't yeah. like. Yeah, well, that's what yeah. the part of the second. But Turturro, I thought. He was brilliant in that. He started off as like the straight-laced uh, like uh, suit guy, and then he became like the wacky special ops guy. And his character was just all over the place. But he well, he was him. he, he was he totally the right he, amount of of over the topness without going completely over the top. While well, still he was very funny. He was totally a guy who worked in a secret government agency that handled aliens that nobody knows about. Yeah. Like I would imagine, you go a little crazy when you're up in that bunker in the Hoover Dam, and you can't really tell anybody what you, you've done. You kind of, you, I could see it going in. There, there was the guy with the mustache who was ultra slick and ultra serious, and then Totoro who got a little wacky. And he was just, I mean, he he he, lit, he lit, literally lit up the screen for me every time he was on. Every time he was on, it was perfect. So I was a I was a big fan of that. So that, that Peter, was, it was great. Peter Cullen, of course, with the voice of Optimus Prime. He um he got a spontaneous. Up- audience applause at our screening when they when the first time he says my name is optimus prime the whole place went ballistic yeah 
Yeah, um, you know what's funny is that I didn't know that he was going to – for some reason, Connor a long time ago had said something that convinced me that he wasn't in it. And it wasn't like you said he's not in it, but you said something like – any movie without Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime is going to be stupid. And this was like a year and a half ago. And for just yeah, I him, said I wouldn't see it if he wasn't Optimus Prime. Right. And then so in my mind, like that's what happened. That stuck with like that. That's what it was going to be. So he did it. And I was like, God, that's not a guy sounds just like him. And then later I looked and I was like, oh, that's why. Yeah. yeah. Was. So he was, was awesome. That was fine. That was um, Ron? I, I thought I thought that kind of back to Shia LaBeouf and and but also to like talking about to the spirit of it. I thought that if you remember back, what I loved about the cartoons was it was you know the Transformers, you know the Autobots versus Decepticons, but on Earth, and they had the random you know Spike and his dad, those construction worker guys who like kind of helped them out. And while it wasn't a direct translation of that, I thought it was very true to the the movie carried that forward without literally just copying it. I thought they were true, like I said, to the spirit of what we originally grew up with, where we've got a kid who who finds out about these robots and is forced to help them and kind of thrust in the middle of it. And you know, and like while I agree, we didn't. I mean, I thought it was funny to to hear that you know, like all of twentieth and twenty first century uh, technology was based off of reengineering Megatron, which I thought was oh, okay. That's funny. That's a little you know, kind of retconning American history or world history. But um, I just thought the nature of the the conflict being brought to Shia LaBeouf's doorstep. I thought it was really well done and really, you know, he kind of went from disbelief to belief and embracing and fighting really well, much more so than Josh Duhamel's character, who just kind of dove into the fight blindly. You know, he was, like, not, he, yeah. He, yeah, well, let's, that, that, I mean, if, if you guys are okay, that leads into my negative stuff. Is that? Wait, 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 but the one thing we haven't mentioned, and then I, want, I think this should be clear, is that uh, the movie looked great. Oh, oh it was, I mean, ILM like, did you a want to talk about what was good it. about it, like, you know, no, not once did I go, that looks stupid. Not yeah. once. I mean, yeah, like, no, it, as far it, it, as like action scenes, if this to me had been a music video, I probably would have been like, "That was that was great," because it. Well, was... they got lucky because well, not lucky, but you know, CGI stuff. If you're talking about machines, mm-hmm. you know that stuff always looks great because for some reason CGI lends itself to machine. You know, yeah, but I mean, it's still like it's funny because the designs were so complex. Right. And so well done. I remember I saw like a little thing where Bay was talking about how he goes, I, you know, I never wanted it to be you know, like in the cartoon, how the size would be sort of suspect and, you know, how they tra- he goes, you always had to see how they transform. There was never a part where they could float up in the air for no reason and do something. And so the, and- the physics of all that stuff was really incredibly well done. And also, he put a, he put a lot of thought into it, like you saying how they changed, you know, because the original Optimus design was a Mac, was a big rig that was had a flat front, yeah. But they changed it to the extended cab because he wanted Optimus to be at least thirty feet tall, and right. with the flat front, he came in at like twenty five feet, and it was like he was like, <laughs> wow, they're really thinking about it, you know? Yeah, like it's and, really, and yeah. that part, you know, like that's like again, I like that stuff doesn't bother me in the least. What you know, whatever, make him whatever kind of truck. He looked cool as a truck. He looked, they all look cool. It wasn't, although, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I was going to wait till the next segment. Okay, oh. well, let's go move, move into the although. Well, I thought the two problems I had, one was uh, it, when you had the robot fighting, if it wasn't Optimus Prime and it wasn't Bumblebee, then I didn't know who was fighting who. It was it, the, the effects were done in such a way, not only in the character design, but also I felt as if the effects were just. It, and I had this problem with modern action movies a lot. Like sometimes I don't know what's happening on the screen. Well, it was it was it was that to an extent, but it's more to the fact that almost all the robots looked exactly the same, yeah, including yeah. for the most part, all the Decepticons are the same color and looked 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 in the middle of a fight. I couldn't tell you what what character was what, and when you're having this distinct robot characters, they should look different enough where you can you can identify them in the middle of a brawl. 
Yeah, and there was you had a lot of know, you had a lot of gray robots fighting gray robots and a lot of hyperkinetic camera work, and you, I didn't know who was fighting who or what happened. And, and there was very little to no character development on the Decepticon or Autobot side. I mean, like yes, we were introduced to all the Autobots and we understood how they were different, but like when like and you know, I don't want to spoil things, but when one of the one of the Autobots something happens to him, you know, I was like, oh, oh well, like I didn't really have a connection to him. That was that was my second yeah. problem. Yeah. Was they spent way too much time on the military. Yeah. Uh, and almost no time developing the the the, uh, the transformers. Yeah, you didn't. You, you it felt like I barely got to got to know any of the transformers. I didn't care about any of them except for Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. But mostly, I feel like only because of my past association with them. Yeah, you know, I have a whole built-in history with Optimus Prime, so I cared about them. I don't know if I've never seen them before. Do I do I care because they spent more time on on the Secretary of Defense and and the the, the soldiers than they did with the robots, which are the, the main kickers of the movie. And I understand they're expensive robots, so you've got to spend a lot of money making. But at the same time, it's like I didn't need Josh Duhamel's whole family backstory. I didn't right. care about him, him him reuniting with his wife and his kid. I cared more about the robots. And that's at the end of the day, I was like, well, I'm sorry that one Autobot died, but I'm not yeah. that sorry because we never really met him. And the thing was is that I think they spent a lot of time developing a lot of human characters and not a lot of time fleshing them out and making them actually connectable. You know, like you had you had all the the analysts, like the the hackers kind of thing. You had the like military. They can't you had, do that. Yeah, no, exactly. And it was just like really, really the only the only. And I was actually honestly surprised to see the level of detail, the level of um, development of Shia LaBeouf and the girl, the Megan Fox is her name or whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought that I thought you really. I mean, I thought those characters were developed really, really well, um, you know, and like you actually felt for them and you understood their motivation and you understood what they were doing and all that kind of stuff. But the other characters were just kind of like we got glimpses, but it never followed through. So, yeah. Josh, what was your main problem? My main problem is really the script. I just felt like everything – like the thing is – and I kept hearing this like it's an action movie. What do you want? And I, to me, that's bullshit. Because, you know, so is Die Hard, and never once during that movie, you know, do I think, you know, like, you can make a good action movie that's simple and exciting and fun, but still makes some sense. And to me, just the script was lopsided. You had, every time that Australian girl who's impossibly hot, but is apparently some sort of code breaker, and again, like, it's a movie, I understand there's conceit to it, but if it's so weird that you're just like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, they spent way too much time on her, and way too much time on the soldiers, and no time on, if they had just made it about... Sam and then the Transformers and had all the other stuff sort of as a side like there was yep. there was way too much John Voight and the and then yes. the other part is that the everything that happened in the like story is important and to me the story was just forced to get them to go from one place to another to another and a couple of things that really got me is that um when they were all captured and Shia turns on John Turturro and is like you have to release my friend and then the president, then the, not the president, but uh, John Boyce is like, "Yep." And they all, and the soldiers all put their guns on the guy. Everybody turned around immediately for no reason. Yeah, they all like in a second, in a heartbeat. Then right. they all go to Mission City. Um, yeah, that, that was my favorite part. Was that they need to? They have the cube that they need to keep away from Megatron. So like, all right, let's take it to a highly populated area. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's like the Civil War Seven. That's the Civil War Number Seven. Problem. And then, and so what happens is all of the all the people, the trains and stuff, get there at the same time. The tank, which has a top speed of twenty miles an hour, gets there about five minutes later than the jet. Who yep. knows how far away everybody is? And, and again, well, like, they are Decepticons, so they can go a little faster than they're, they're not riding like, on the pure street. Tank. Yeah, uh, you know, I, mean, the, I mean, there's a certain amount of suspension of disbelief you have. Yeah, there. I, mean, that's that's that kind of I, I mean, I'm willing to do that, but the the Wait, idea though. that I, the, I the, mean, the, the, and I, the thing is, listen, I understand suspension of disbelief. I went in there and I was like, I tried my damnedest. 
I really didn't go in with any preconceived notions. I was like, I'm really just going to try to enjoy this. I really want to. But like, then the, you get the girl, and she's spends. They spend all this time rigging up Bumblebee to the back of a a truck so that they can get right. away ostensibly, and they can yeah. drive a little bit, and then they then they just turn around and go back. Like right. there's no purpose. They send that. him yeah. up on top of a building to get away from them, which is the dumbest place in the world to go because he pops off smoke, and then the two guys who, who can fly come after him, right. and then he goes back down, and then the end of the fight happens. It's over immediately. Yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. I mean, the, the it just to me there was a lot of construction problems. You know, it's just it's well. That's I mean to me yeah. that's what makes a movie. Right. What are you looking for in the movie? I mean, I'm, exactly. You know. A yeah. story, a story, the basis of this, not everything has to be pristine, but the basis of the story has to be strong to get me to buy it. And what happens with these movies is that Michael Bay, like, like there's this really like the swelling music and the whole thing, but there's nothing which, which sort of grounds you and you want to have this reality of things, but there was no reality to grab onto for it. And so if they had made it all silly and that was just the stuff that happens like in say – like you know when we watched Feast? Yes. You know, it's silly and it didn't make sense and they went from one room to the other but you bought it because it was fun along because they weren't asking you to buy it. Really? Well, I don't know if you can make this – you can't make Transformers silly because it's, 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 it's about robot. You it's can't a robot make war. Transformers silly? No, it's a robot. I mean it's a robot war. You don't make it a comedy. You have funny parts to it, but it's ultimately it's it, you Optimus Prime against Megatron. But they did make it a comedy to it. The parts when the like the most like, you know the most fun parts for me were you know they're sneaking around in the guy's you know garden breaking things like that was funny. Yeah, you know, and it was kind of silly, and you could go with it. I, I don't know. I just feel they couldn't. They didn't get that that balance down. Now the thing is, I'm clearly wrong. <laughs> I mean, right. I, you know, or my opinion is not that of the mass, but like, just overall, I think it was a really weak script. And and to me, that you know, you have to have that foundation underneath everything else, and all the flashy lights and pretty things don't make up for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it all depends on how much you want to in, how much you want to invest in that. And I and I totally agree with you, and I totally understand that. I'm totally and I don't disagree, but I kind of you know to a certain degree, knowing that it's a Transformers movie, kind of put that to the side. I said, okay, I'm just going to roll with it. You, you know, know and see, and. and you know, and and was able to. You know, so but the I thing mean, is, to me, like a story, story's not hard. Story can be good, and you can have silly with good story all at the same time. There's been a billion action movies that have that are yeah. plenty good, and and I, it, like it's such a conceit to me. It's like when people say to us, "Well, it's just a comic book. What do you expect?" Like it's just an action movie. You can have a good story with an action movie. There's no reason you can't. Right. And, and they, well, it's not like yeah. they don't have enough money and time to do it. I think there was there was a story there. It's whether or not you thought it was a good story is, is another thing. I, I there didn't. was it, there was not not no story. It wasn't a good story. Well, that's what I mean. Your opinion is it was a bad story, but there was a story right. there. Right. I mean, there, there was there was a plot. There was a direction. There was there was a uh, a a tide, you know, that was pushing them forward. Admittedly, it was built on a lot of it was you know, artificial. Conve- it was built on a lot of convenience and a lot of you know like quick quick um, quick agreement and and you know not a lot of you know di- di- dissecting it. But honestly, I mean, to to you know like I don't know what else they could have done. Like that's why they talked about the expectations. They they needed to build up to a big fight, and that's what they did. You know, and so I mean, I want there to be a reason for that. Rather, right. well, it was. They wanted the cube. 
Yeah, they wanted yeah. to keep Megatron from winning. I mean, that's basically it. You know, like from ta- from destroying Earth. That was the whole. That was the whole thing. I mean, and when you're talking, about, I mean, you like know, I, I, I understand yeah. it. Right. Yeah. No, I know. I was like, and then, then what well, I was going to say, eight-year-old behind I, me understood it. If I was nine, this would have been the greatest yeah. thing I've ever seen well, in my whole life. That's what it's for. It's for everyone. Yeah. Fine. So it's it, it, it goes back to the other thing. It's a, it's a commercial to sell toys. <laughs> no, and, and that you know what? That's fine too. Like, it's but funny. is it? But is it though? Because I, do you see the toys out there? A lot of commercials. When we walked out of the movie, there was a kid holding two new Transformers. Yeah, I mean, it was. The commercials yes. sell a lot of things: Chrysler cars, yeah. Mountain Dew, HP products, Apple. Like none, yeah. of, none of that bothered me because all of that. When you say like this is that kind of movie, all of that went along with it to me. Like I said, that all makes right. sense to me. Yep. But you know, the, the foundation has got to be there, and that's that's the reason that a movie like and I, can't, I was just say it because it was the first thing I think of is like a movie like Die Hard is known today as like one of the best action movies because the story was simple and and it worked and you believe, you believed it and even the, and all of the ridiculous things that happened after that you were able to go along with. Right. I don't know. I did not believe it. I just thought the choices they made in the story were not were not the right ones. I thought they focused on the wrong characters, but I did not never not believe the story. Yep. The big robots I, fighting. I mean, that's yeah. Big, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to okay. go into that with the robots. You got to you got to go for a lot. There's of There's so way to make a good story with big robots fighting. Well, then then get eighty six uh, animated movie Budapai. had a better Budapai. script. No, it didn't. <laughs> go back and watch that movie. I know. Um, boot up Final Draft and go do it. Then you know, I mean, like that's the. I mean, that's the whole thing is that like I, you know, like for what it is, honestly, this could have been a lot, lot worse. You know, I mean, I actually going into it, I had mu- much more worse expectations. I was pleasantly surprised at how fun it was. You know, it's so uh, weird to feel like you're standing all alone on the planet. <laughs> it's weird because like no one has not liked it. Right. Yeah, no well. one. It's amazing because <laughs> they want big robot fighting. I mean, that's I mean, yeah, they, they, you, you want you, you go home and watch The Godfather if you want the really intricate story, human drama. No, it's want, not what yeah, I'm saying. You're not listening to me. I'm, I'm not saying it needs to be The Godfather. That's not it. I don't. It, but like to me, it has to. It has to. I didn't. I don't know. I felt like there wasn't any story. It was just robots fighting. And for me, that's not enough for me anymore. As I guess yeah. as a See, that, and, 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 but it's funny because because, because I, I'm sorry, Connor. I think I think ultimately Connor and I agree with you, but we are okay with it. No, I, I I think the opposite. I thought there was too much story, not enough robots fighting. Well, good story. How's that? Well, that's that's that. I know it's my say. opinion, that's but that's why I'm here. Right. Yeah, that's the qualification. That's different. Yeah, there, I mean, like, there was a story. You didn't like it, but I thought there was too much story, not enough robots. Did you think it was a good story? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a, it's a transformer story. Trans- that's the not what I'm saying. You're qualifying the it the same way that people that's... qualify stuff with comic books. Oh, that's that's a story. It's, it's, no, no, no! It's a Transformers. It's Autobots versus Decepticons. If it's a Batman movie, it's the Batman versus the Joker. That's the story. There's good that's, Batman that's, that's stories and bad to. Batman stories, though. Right. Yeah. Well, that's all tangibles. But I'm, the the story of the Transformers is the Decepticons want to take over the Earth. The Autobots want to stop them. That's the story. That's what the story was in this movie. Whether or not you thought it was well done, that's one thing. Okay. Then the the method going about that story, like I don't care. Like the story is fine. It's the people versus and then this has always been the same thing from the cartoon on. I mean, right, but I just think it could have been done better. Sure, no, absolutely. Well, I thought it could be done better too. I thought they spent too much time on the wrong wrong elements of the story. <laughs> I think ultimately it was we're all... fun, though. I mean, I had a good time. That was the point. It was exhilarating. Yeah. I, I when Optimus Prime rolled in, I got goosebumps. You know, that's, yeah, that's, it was. I, I yeah. It was fun during. I mean, I mean, for for whatever for whatever incomprehensible reason, when Bumblebee and the chick turned around and got, went back into the fray, I was like, "Yeah, Bumblebee's a good. He's a little soldier who could, you know. Like he's, you know, like it was. I was excited for it, you know. Like yes, I, I don't peed on John Turturro. Yeah, the the peeing on John Turturro was a bit much. That was a bit. That's that, the worst that. thing since Jar Jar and the shit. 
Yeah, that was po- that was really possibly that was the biggest groan moment for me out of the whole movie. It's funny, like the middle of the movie had sort of some clever, fun things. Like I said, like the the you know, I thought the stuff with his parents was fantastic. Like yeah. re- they were actually really good. They Maybe were funny some- characters. Yeah. Yeah. No, the dad was a great actor, and the mom was. Good. I thought the dad was great. I thought yeah, I liked I that actor a lot. He was good. Yeah. Um, you know, but like the first sort of third of it or whatever, all the- there were just a lot of bad jokes. Like, yeah, all of the, the eBay stuff was kind of dumb, but oh, no. yeah, the fact that he was Ladies Man two seventeen was just, it was like a lot. There was a lot of easy jokes. I have know, a brother that, who's got an uh, email address not unsimilar to that. <laughs> all right, so, maybe I'll. Be, I just uh, felt they went they went a long way to just do the joke of the Decepticon calling him Ladies Man two twenty seven. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he was great. Without him, it was a pretty different movie. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, he's on. He's 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 on for big bigger and better things. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't regret seeing it in the theater. I don't know, I don't know if I'll buy the DVD. I don't know if I'll go see it again. But like, I, I enjoyed going to see it. It was a fun night at the movies, you know. So, that's my point of view. I had a little kid behind me who wouldn't stop talking at all the whole time, and for the first time in my life, I just didn't care. <laughs> like it just didn't bug. Oh, me. we had screaming, we had dueling screaming babies. Ours. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm crabby, I guess. Maybe. No, I mean... Anyway, all right, look, cool. <laughs> yeah, so Transformers... Um, <laughs> typic, typ- the typical fanboy split. We are all yes. very opinions. <laughs> I was happy with it, though. I was okay with it. I had a fun so. time, it with, I had fun time it ha- with reservations. I don't understand what any of you people saw. Yeah, well... Big robots! <laughs> Big Japanese robots! <laughs> <laughs> and then so Fox... <laughs> It's like it's it's like they got electrolytes. It's what plants need. It's just <laughs> I like them things that is that is flashy. Nah, it's more than meets the eye. I mean, that was you know. <laughs> it wasn't. Jeez. It was Anyways, far less. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Oh. So if you can send us uh, your thoughts on Transformers or this review, and you can certainly write in and say why did you guys hate the movie? Because you will. Uh, contact at ifanboy.com. Remember to address all the hate mail to Josh. Post that yes. on the site. I don't want the end. You don't have to convince me. I'm not going again. And you can also you can also head over to ifanboy.com and the for, uh, the forums over at revision3.com uh, slash ifanboy or wherever the link to the forums. And you can just talk about the movie there too with the other uh, folks who see, saw it and share what they thought. I was so looking forward to this. And you can, you can leave us that kind of voicemail at 188-FANBOYS, which is 326-2697. You can give us your thoughts or uh, anything you want, really. Is that is this it for the summer movies? God, I hope. I, th- yeah, summer I think that's it. I think so. All right, good. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even begun, really. There's nothing oh, else. When the, when's the next Batman movie, for God's sakes? Next year. Next summer. Thanks, Although how 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 much was like the 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 end of this the end of Transformers was just about okay there will be a sequel. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Apparently Which some of them survived. <laughs> just it just gave them all different pink colors and why would you have two Autobots be yellow? Mm, no idea. Because the yellow Hummer sells the most. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <sighs> all right, good times. The A Transformers more than meets the eye. I'm Connor. I'm Ron. Yeah, you know who I am. <laughs> you know my name. You got the touch. You got the power.